Welcome to the Movie Complex Channel Podcast. Here, I review streaming TV shows and movies so that you don't have to. Your time is precious and you don't have time to waste it. So each week, I'll review a TV show or a movie and give you a bite-sized review. Now let's jump into the review. Danger approaches. You must fulfill the true prophecy. Princess Amaya, come out to play. What the? <laughs> Maya and the Three, or Maya y los Tres, is a Mexican animated fantasy miniseries streaming on Netflix. The story follows Princess Maya, who has the heart of a warrior, but must assume the role of a restrained diplomat queen. On her quinceañera, underworld gods proclaim Maya's real birthright and that she must be sacrificed or face the wrath of the underworld gods. Now she must embark on a quest to fulfill a prophecy and save her kingdom from ultimate destruction. The cast is surprisingly stacked in this animated series. Maya is voiced by Zoe Saldana, Diego Luna voices Zatz, Gabriel Iglesias, a.k.a. Fluffy, voices Pichu, Gael Garcia Bernal voices Maya's brothers, and Alfred Molina voices the God of War. The very first thing that I loved and that attracted me to this series is the character design and the rendering. Both are uniquely beautiful and breathtaking. Although the style over-exaggerates part of the anatomy, I will admit that some designs, like Maya's father Quinteca, were over the top. They made him extremely top-heavy with gravity-defying small legs to hold all that up. The story starts off really slow. Don't get me wrong, the dialogue is good and the action is there, but it really did take about three episodes before I really got invested into the series. The first three episodes do give you a really good introduction into the world of the series and great insight into our main character and her family. These aspects of our main character can't be overlooked and are very important. I'm not sure what they could have trimmed off or what would have made the story pacing faster and smoother, but once the story gets going, every episode thereafter was a cliffhanger. You just want to keep going to the next episode to see what happens next. The writers in this series have got a lot of cojones for actually having a lot of death in this series. There were lots of deaths on screen, off screen, characters were losing limbs, and the whole gamut. Which makes me feel like this is not really meant for kids. This series is for more like mature 10 year olds and up, like PG-13. I wouldn't show this to any kids 9 and under. The villains visuals look really scary and a lot of the visuals are dark because they're dealing with underworld villains. The action scenes were on point, good choreography, action-packed, and great to watch. The only thing for me that was a little off-putting was the final battle scene. I got a small headache from a total visual overload. There was so much action and binge watching the last three episodes to see how it ended probably provoked the headache more. Probably because there was wall-to-wall -wall action for 20 or 30 minutes per episode. With all the ensemble cast fighting against all the villains, it was really a sight to see, but at times too much to see. I would definitely recommend taking a break between the last three episodes if you're like me and get visually overstimulated or if you get a headache while watching at any point. The only real nitpick that I have with the limited series is that they follow a trope that I really don't like. Whenever there is a black male character introduced into a series, they always have him thirsting or pining over a white woman. 
I don't mean to make this about race, but I just can't unsee it. They managed to get away with this in this film because it's set in the Aztec culture and there are no white people around at the time. So they cast the white love interest as an albino to make the character design make sense in that world. But why do they always do that? Now that I think about it, the same goes for our main character Maya. Rather than pair her with someone like Pichu, they pair her with Zatz, who is the Prince of Bats, a pale-skinned man with white hair. It's kind of like them saying brown people shouldn't be together or don't want to be with each other. And that's just simply ridiculous. I've been seeing this in films like Star Wars with Finn and Jasper in Shadow of Bone and Dr. Watson and B from The Irregulars. I can go into further analysis, but I'm pretty sure someone on YouTube already has. Other than that, this is a really good animated fantasy film to watch for your PG-13 family or by yourself. It has a really good story, good values, and really good action. I would definitely watch this again in the near future. Maya y los Tres or Maya and the Three is a solid 8 out of 10. If you feel some type of way about animated films, give it a try. You might like it. I just watched Paper Tigers and I will be reviewing that next Monday. See you soon. Thank you for listening to the Movie Complex Channel podcast. Don't forget to subscribe, download, and share episodes so that I know you enjoyed it. See you next week.